Hello, everyone. This is Dovi Shapiro, and today I will be interviewing Rabbi Baruch Oberlander, Hedge Shliach, and Av Bezdin in Budapest, Hungary, on the topic of his yeshiva experience, also referred to as Open University for Jewish Studies. This program has inspired many Balichuva, and it will be great to speak with you about uh, the success of this program. I just want to Hey, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your experiences and help Shluchim have more Hatzlach on their Shluchas. My pleasure to spend uh, some time to speak about the Shluchas. Just before we continue, I would also like to thank our sponsors. I would like to thank Fassman Jewelers, the Smetana Group, and Gift Card Zen. I would like to welcome aboard a new sponsor, Ohana Pay. Ohana Pay is a credit card processing company. Avram Khazanov is a fellow shliach, and he will look out for your best interest to make sure you have the lowest possible rate in your credit card processing. Thank you for making the podcast available to all shluchim. So let's get right to it. So can we begin with why, why do you think this program that you do has been inspiring to, to many people to change their lives um, for the better in the Yiddishkeit and, uh, and, and simply making Bali Tshuva? Um, I uh, very strongly believe that uh, learning Torah is is the key to getting the person. You know, Alter Rebbe says in Tanya that by learning, uh, you know, your person you know gets connected, uh, uh, completely connected to, to the Torah, like from uh, from all sides, etc., etc. So learning is is the way to uh, bring a person really into 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 Yiddishkeit. There's, a, there's, a, there's another point that I, that I want to make here about giving shiurim, that uh, you have to be you have to be committed. Shiurim is a, a, are those things that you can is not it's not popular for big uh, nice pictures because there's no real pictures to, to what to, you know to make about uh, about uh, giving a shiur. But for the first ten years that we were here in Budapest. We still had no other shluchim with us, and I used to give shiurim, sometimes one-on-one, one-on-two. I give another shiur, another shiur, another shiur. I must say, it was so, in a way, it was so boring. Hear about the passion, hear about this, and hear about that, and another person, another person, another person, for 10 years. But suddenly, after 10 years, it exploded. It turns out that the whole city, like anybody interested in Yiddish credit, passed by, uh, uh, certain, you know, lectures, Shiurim and Chabad, and had an effect on them. And suddenly, it like, you know, things started falling into place. Uh, and, and, you know, the boring work of 10 years suddenly exploded into Akihila, into supporters, into, uh, into you know, more people getting, uh, you know, getting thrown. Because, you know, sometimes it took like years and suddenly it, it came out. It's, uh, you know, like, you know, it's, you have to, it's a lot of work, and you know, preparing the shiurim and giving the shiurim, and and you don't you don't always feel that you're getting ahead, but just don't worry. Everything you teach, it gets into the person's head. Sooner or later, you will see the effect of that. So uh, all year round, it's important uh, uh, you know to give shiurim and have uh, uh, giving people the option of learning, but then. There's nothing like giving, uh, getting people into, into the avira, into 
the, the whole feeling of really immersing yourself completely into learning. So uh, after, if you could get the people into two weeks of learning, because we start on Sunday and it goes for a whole week, week Friday, week Friday. So that's uh, that's uh, like 13 days. Shabbos is a very light program, and if we used to have it in two two groups. One group used to start at 9:30 in the in the morning and go till seven in the evening. The other group used to start at four in the afternoon and go till nine nine in the evening. The biggest the biggest effect it was on the people that come for a full day. You have no idea how oizgemutshet, how drenched they are at the end of the day. They could barely move. Like you know, they never had such a uh, such an intense uh, learning uh, program. Obviously, it has it has breaks for for lunch and for other foods, whatever. But not too long. Uh, breaks are not too long, like you know, 10, 15 minutes uh, breaks, and we just continue learning and and learning. We learn from all different things. Usually, we come out with a we put together a book on uh, by us translated into Hungarian, obviously, Gemara. Uh, Rambam, Chassidus, Sichas of the Rebbe, whatever, like a whole, a whole book. But this is the book that we're going to be learning over this semester, this next uh, two weeks. And uh, you know, you know, it's a, it's a whole system of you know different hours. You know, every every hour, every hour and a half of what uh, what you learn, and the people get so into it that that you know it's like unbelievable. This is once I remember a guy. Uh, He's a you know a journalist, and uh, he he signed up for a full day, for the full day program, and you know like the fifth sixth day of the program he says, now I understand why you people don't watch television. I go, go I come home from here, it doesn't interest me. I'm in a in a higher world. I'm in a different world. It, I would I I don't want to sit down and watch it, anything on television. Wow. So learning, learning in such an atmosphere for two weeks has a, has a gewaldige, gewaldige, uh, big hashpog. It really changes the person completely. There was a, there was a girl that came once uh, uh, the first day. Besides the fact that both of her parents were Jewish, she practically didn't know anything about Yiddishkeit. Uh, and by the by the third fourth day already she was so much she was getting so deeply involved in it and you could see the changes happening like you know before your eyes uh, but her father like Attila, told her don't go it's too orthodox for you it's too from whatever and you know by the second week he already stopped in for the afternoon lesson because the daughter came home she was so enthusiastic uh, so you know, he said, oh, maybe I should also check it. Today, today she's a Lubavitcher woman in in, in Yerushalayim. <coughs> Unbelievable! Can it I read really, another, yeah. another, another point over here, in which I feel it a lot of times, that if you teach a lot, it, not, it doesn't have only hashpah on the other person, it has also hashpah on yourself. You yourself also get involved. You know, you, be, you know, you're you're into. Learning, you're teaching for a few hours. Obviously, you know, we're switching between the shluchim, different uh, different uh, hours, not one person doing all of it. 
but you know you have a chance of doing it for a good few hours uh, and it has an effect on you also that you, need, you yourself get more enthusiastic you yourself get more involved in what you're teaching and you know the more involved you get you get it has a factor on them also the cloud I think it's uh, it's very very important that uh, uh, the shliach should be should be a, a, a person of Torah, <clears throat> meaning meaning when when somebody stops the rabbi, uh, talks to him, he knows that the rabbi is always is always involved in learning and his his inyan is 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 learning because the more a person is into learning himself, the more he has what to give what to give over. I remember once I had a I had a cousin of mine uh, visiting here from uh, from a different uh, different country. He's he's not a Lubavitcher, so he was. But in the place where he is, the rov of that kehillah, it's a big nice nice big kehillah, uh, a Lubavitcher rov, and uh, he was telling me how a rov. Oh yeah yeah, he comes and gives us a sheer gemara and and and. He, you could see it's it's, it's 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 not for real. Says once, once he says the rabbi like you know it was really a shvachashir. He says I told I told the rabbi, it's or your head is in the gemara, or your head is in the bank. You cannot be in the bank and in the gemara at the same time. Meaning the the people felt it that you know although that rabbi is a talmud chacham, but they felt it that he's not really into the gemara. His head is more in the bank than in the Gemara, and so the quality of the shear was not was not uh, was was not the same. So if the quality of the shear is not the same. The ashpah of the shear is also is also uh, less. People feel it when you're into it. Then you know it licks in them. It's your whole chayus, or it's just you know it's part of your job that you know that you uh, give a give a give a shear next to doing other things. I think it's really important to hear, especially as Shluchim, we get so um, bogged down with so many of the things that we're dealing with um, that we could put learning on the on the back burner, and uh, it's a challenge. Uh, it's no question the challenge. The challenge is surely big, especially when your head is in the bank, not because you, you want it to be in the bank, but you know you have uh, no real options. But still. You have to know that this is uh, this is uh, what's this is what makes you. I I just read a story about the the son of Reb Kiva Eger that he, before he became a rav he was a very big one. Before he became a rav he was in business. Anyways, uh, uh, he got involved in something. You know the, the 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 authorities came. He had a big court case and he was sitting with his partner like for hours at uh, one evening trying to figure out a way out. He he couldn't uh, they couldn't find a solution and they said okay good night you know enough for tonight an hour later the partner comes back he says oh I found the solution he opens the door and he sees that the Shloimeh is sitting at you know a table full of gemaras and svarim he's learning he says how could you do it when you have such big tzaras he says if I'm not going to be learning that's going to be a bigger tzara <laughs> so you know sometimes you had it has to be in the bank because. Uh, because you know you have to, but the bigger problem is if you can't concentrate on on your rochnias, a little chsidus, a little nigla, 
you know, because that's that's what you're selling. You know, you could try to be cool, you could try to be everything, but what you're giving to the people, the people looking up, uh, look look up at you, is because you are the one that gives them real Yiddishkeit Torah. And if you can't give it to them authentically, you know, giving it the real way, then 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 you're failing at them. Can I ask some specific questions on the on the program itself, the the yeshiva experience? Yes, sure. So, is it is it a is it a is it something where people sleep over? They're going to a place, a retreat, a hotel, or this is just at night they go home and during the day they they come to the yeshiva. It's it's a different program. Having a retreat is a different program. You have that twice a year. That's a different program. This is. It's uh, mainly people from Budapest because, you know, 99% of Jews in Hungary live in Budapest. So it's mainly people uh, from Budapest. So they go home uh, in the evening and they come back uh, uh, the, next, the next morning. So all we have to give them is the, is the premises, you know, where they could learn and uh, food and the learning itself. And you do it in the Chabad Obviously for these two weeks. Uh, yes, but it has to be like in a quiet place where they they're not going to be disturbed. Mm-hmm. And what time what 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 time of the year do you do the two weeks? The two weeks we do in in the summer, because for university students, it's uh, that's you know that's when they have off, so uh, it's good for them. But obviously, it's all, it's not only university students. So it's other people. Sometimes people take out vacation to be able to attend uh, these two weeks. And if they couldn't attend the two weeks, you know, during the day, at least they come, you know, from four, because that's practically the work hours in Hungary is usually from eight to four. So, wow, so that, that's what I was wondering. I mean, you're saying it's not just young people that are coming to this. You have married people and business people of all ages. Uh, yes, sometimes, yeah, but obviously those people... It's or they, they, they run the business or they take vacation. And, and don't forget that in, in Europe, there's much more vacation than in the States. Paid vacation. Right. Like young people who are working only for two or three years get many days of vacation, paid vacation. So it's, uh, it's, it, it, it's, it's an option. If they really want, it's an option. Do they, do they have to pay for the program? Um, what we usually do is they have to pay some symbolic, uh, uh, something symbolic, just to you know that they should uh, show uh, seriousness. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and then and then who, and who is teaching the classes? You mentioned earlier the shluchim. Do you ever bring in guest speakers and so on, or is it really the shluchim themselves are the ones who are giving all the classes? It's. It's very hard for us to bring in guest speakers because there's very few uh, people in Chabad and even outside of Chabad that speak Hungarian. Uh, we did, uh, we, we do have, we did do have, over the years. We had a few, but not uh, not too many. So the shluchim themselves have to uh, be the the guest speakers. And you, and you find that even though you're taking someone who has never 
um, gone into yeshiva, and most of the studies in the year is they hear uh, you know a verse from the rabbi, um, from the they hear a, a, a thought from the shliach on Shabbos, or they come to a weekly class and going into something like this where they're learning Gemara and Rambam um, and Sichas and everything, it's not uh, it's not too much for them. Um, I I can't remember that we ever had you know a bad experience with uh, with learning uh, too much obviously not everybody could uh, you know not everybody could follow it easily but uh, sometimes where it wor- when it works it it works very uh, very very good i remember once we took the sugya uh, translated in and the sugya in baba metsia but tagre lud you know it talks about how much uh, uh, what if you, you overcharge somebody? Um, you know how much overcharge the quarter or or one sixth, one f- quarter or one more, one less, and it goes back and forth and back and forth. I remember one of the uh, one of the, the boys. He really had a hard time. I mean, I had to go over with him again and again and try to explain him and everything. And 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 but he he really he really tried. Today uh, today is a. Uh, He's a kapata in, 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 in the States, in, in Baltimore, he happens to live now. So, you know, wow. if, it work, if, 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 you know, if the person gets into it, it, it clicks, then it works very, very well. Right, so I think this is just to, to, to clarify, so it's really not about um, the, the, the shliach just sharing over a class, you know, just sharing over the topic. It's really text-based. It's text. It's text based. It's text based, and uh, meaning if if the person is serious enough to put a, put aside two weeks, uh, there, there's a big chance. So another important thing that I have to mention is that uh, we take them uh, uh, at least one, one at least once. We make sure every semester to take them to the uh, to the mikvah. To show show them you know the mikveh, and I remember I remember one one year was in mean, the first or second year we did it. Uh, besides showing them the mikveh, we went all the way up to, on the roof to show them how the water, you know, the water, the rainwater gets together and it flows into etc. Uh, etc. Cetera, et cetera. From that from that group, there's at least five six people that are from and keeping paths and mishpacha today. Like, you know, like they saw, they saw the mix. Obviously, we make sure, you know, we make sure to uh, to uh, you know to talk about the whole subject beforehand. So when they come to mikvah, they they just have to see what we what we what we spoke what we what we spoke about. And another important thing that we have every day, we have it's called ask the rabbi, meaning the, 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 there's no subject. There's no uh, subject, but you know people can ask questions because during the day, you know, every subject is set. You know, they get beforehand; they already get in the book. They have, a, you know, every hour what we're going to be learning. But uh, then every day in the in, in in the evening afternoon, there's one hour where they can ask all different questions. Uh, it could be, you know, some you know Jewish history questions. It could be all different halachas that they once heard. Mysticism, uh, superstitious stuff, minhagim, in anything, 
because you know some people you know are bothered by one thing, other person is bothered by another thing, uh, and I feel it's also very a very important hour that you know that you can just uh, ask uh, all different questions and clarify. And obviously, what is not clear to one is not clear to the other. So it's, uh, you can't come up such good questions that they could come up themselves. Oh. I want, uh, I want to add that it's very, very important when you have such questions. It's, it's important the whole year round. Never, ever try just to give a, just a bubble to you. It's like, you know, just, uh, you know, just get them quiet. If you don't have the good answer, say, I will look into it. The, the bad answer is worse than no answer. You have, you have to know when you get an answer, it's a real answer, the answer makes sense, and it's the right answer. When someone signs up for the, for the program, could they just come for a week, a day, or do they have, is it something which is, the requirement is for two weeks? Um, obviously, sometimes people have to miss out, because uh, even they try to come for two weeks, they can't come every day. Uh, but to, to sign up for one day doesn't have a real uh, uh, doesn't have a real purpose. Although you know, all is good. You know, everything is good. Every learning is good. But uh, it did happen, you know, that somebody came for only for first week or for the second week. Uh, a week is you know a week is already something. A day is, is really is really very little. Mm -hmm. And uh, my last question is, do you think that this is a program where um, similar to it could work in America as well? Um, listen, it's, it's, it's if you have the people. By us, even we, not, not all the years, uh, in the beginning, we, it was much easier because there were so many people, you know, so many people that didn't learn yet that, you know, that uh, it's much easier to organize like a whole big group. But then after the, a, lot of, a lot of people passed by it, it became harder to get together like a, a nice big group. Because you have to have, it should be a big group because, you know, it's, uh, it's, a, little boring to, bore, it's a little boring to sit with, you know, three people uh, in a lovely yeshiva, right? So that's, a, that's an idea that you have more people, it makes it more colorful. So it should be like a nice amount of people, let's say uh, 15, 20 people. Uh, 15, 20 people should be, uh, is, is a nice group, 15, 12. But you know, if you have three, four people, that's not enough. So it, it, it's, if you have enough people, then you, sh you should try it. There's no question that it's going to work. One thing is very important, a lot of food. <laughs> we have a lot of food, cake, fruit, drinks. You know, the gashmis is not the problem. You know, like one of the, with the last day of the program, you know, everybody says a few words, whatever, and one person said, "Listen, I, I, I learned a lot, but I also gained a lot of weight, because you know, cake was always on the table. You know, in order they shouldn't come, they shouldn't feel, you know, they shouldn't complain, you know, that they're, they're completely out of Elam Haza. So the food, a lot of food helps. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, I may put this later, but I'm just just curious. How do you set up the the room where everyone's learning? Is it um, set up like a classroom style? Uh, we sit around a big table like a chef, 
um, you know, and the, 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 the teacher sits in, in, the, in the middle and they sit around. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, you know, we, we need, you need to have blackboard, you need to, you know, you need to do, uh, you know, the writings every once in a while, explaining different shitters, explaining, you know, transfers, whatever. Although in, in, in the Sefer we always have, uh, you know, the Tansfiris and Nefeshroch and Neshama and the Midas and, you know, all the different things. So shouldn't have to put it out later on paper. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, like a, it's like a real classroom. And relearning also. Okay, are there any last thoughts you want to share on this topic? Um, I, I can't uh, repeat myself enough that learning, I feel that learning is the, is the key for everything. If it's to make a connection of somebody, to make him about shuva, or just uh, somebody that, you know, uh, a supporter of yours, you know, make sure that, it's, that he, he's yours, is by learning with him, getting into his head, changing his way of thinking, that's the, that's the key. That's the key. That's the key to everything, you know. And it's, I'll say every, you know, made Chabad because Chabad is the key to the whole person. Chochma bin Adas. It's learning. Some pers- people like more Nigla. Some people like more Chassidus. Uh, but uh, learning is always the solution. And a lot of times, what what is important to trigger an interest in learning, if you talk about something which is, they talk about it's in the news. Something happened. Uh, that you know you you give the the view of of Yiddishkeit about it because then from the from the from the from that side that they're interested in because it's in the news they they get to the terror. for example now that we had the the attacks in in Paris I gave a big lecture about uh, freedom of speech and what do I think if it should be allowed that the cartoonists should make cartoons about uh, you know affairs Adibus Moshe Rabbeinu or Muhammad, etc., etc. So they, you know, they get in, they get they get interested in Yiddishkeit from from another angle. But then they should see that Yiddishkeit has answers to everything. Yiddishkeit has a, has a system of thinking, a philosophy, law. Thank you, Rabbi Oberlander, for sharing Wishluchim about your hatzlacha and success with your with the yeshiva experience. We really appreciate your time. Thank you very much. I would like to remind everyone that if you have a shliach, then I can interview on a specific topic related to managing and growing your Chabad house. Someone who has a success in a specific area, please send me an email. I will reach out, call them, interview them, and Mir Hashem, they will be the next podcast. Make it a great week.